Let's open our Bibles this morning to Psalm 93. Psalm 93. The Lord reigneth. Amen. Before we do anything else, let's give thanks to the Lord reigning in Matthew and Anna's life. Amen. And in the life of Haley. Our Father in heaven, we humble ourselves and we rejoice at these words that the Lord reigneth. The Lord God, Jehovah, our God, our Father, we thank Thee for taking care of Anna and Haley and Matthew yesterday and their families and for Your blessing upon that little girl though arriving early by your sovereign choice, and we bless and praise it and give thanks to thee for it. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that as we do not know how the Spirit works in the world, neither do we understand how bones form in the womb, according to the wisest man ever who wrote Ecclesiastes chapter 11. But we thank thee that thou knowest, and that every member of that little girl was written in thy book before the foundation of the world. And we thank Thee for Your mercy toward our church, toward their families, and toward them, and toward her just yesterday. We know that Thou reignest, and we humble ourselves under that reign and thank Thee for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me read to you Psalm 93. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old, thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up. O Lord, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. And amen. amen. Very briefly, our God Jehovah reigns. It's not that he did reign or shall reign, but he reigns presently. The Lord reigneth a present tense description of God Jehovah in these first three words. Glory to God. Our God reigns. He's a king with absolute authority over the earth, all the affairs of men, all the affairs of heaven. Nothing should move us. Nothing should cause us to fear. Nothing should cause us to worry. Nothing should steal our time, attention, or anxiety because God's in charge and ruling perfectly well. He has not just got a few emblems of majesty around His throne. He Himself is clothed with majesty. Majesty equals royal, pertaining to a king, royal beauty or royal dignity or royal glory. And He's clothed with it. He's covered with it. He's also covered with strength. He's clothed with strength, which He hath girded Himself with. Because He is I am that I am. No one girded our God with strength. No one gave Him strength. No one fed Him from a bottle like you and me. No one nourished Him. He is instantly, eternally, perpetually, independently omnipotent. 
without limit to His power and strength. The world also established that it cannot be moved. He has ordained the things for this world, and they cannot be adjusted by men. And in the context of this psalm, this is not this planet and the planets and the sun and the stars and the moon, though that could be included if you want to, because those are such small little things, they're just inanimate matter. This is the po- the politics of the world, because the context of this psalm is going to get into the floods in verses 3 and 4, and their waters and their waves, and that is not talking about the ocean, a sea, or a lake. That is talking about men lifting up their voices against the Most High God. If And if you read the Psalms, you would know that as one of the metaphors common to David Nasaph. So the world also established. He's operating the whole world. The context is political and social world. Remember, every the powers that be are ordained of God. Amen. The offices are ordained by God. The men that are in the offices are ordained by God. The movement of the men in, in the offices ordained by God are ordained by God. Right. The boundaries of all nations are, are ordained by God. Acts chapter 17. Paul was still preaching that after Pentecost. The languages of the earth are all ordained by God. Chinese has never been spoken on the North American continent except by someone who traveled from China to be here. Because the world is established, it cannot be moved. God is not going to let men alter His plan for this world. His throne is established of old. It's eternal. God is from everlasting. Verse 3, the floods have lifted up. These are the the vast oceans and the large numbers of men, nations, and their rulers have lifted up their voices by the waves having lifted up their voices, the floods having lifted up their voices. These are men, and they don't do anything against the Most High God. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. It doesn't matter if there's many, nations or men, taking some position against the Most High. It doesn't matter if there are some that are mighty that take a position against the Most High. It says in verse 4, The Lord on high is mightier than they. Verse 5, Thy testimonies are very sure. The precepts and the promises, which is God has testified of what He has done, what we should do, and what He will do, are very sure. They're certain. They're going to come to pass, and nothing can hinder them, and no one can even question them. Is what we're going to learn all day today. All praise and glory to His name. Thy testimonies are very sure. There is no ruler on earth that can say one thing and then bring it to pass. If He brings it to pass, God had already purposed it would pass. They make so many promises on their campaign trails, and then they're unable to perform them because Congress says, sorry, we're not going to let you do that. Or the Supreme Court judges some other way in interpreting the laws. But God's testimonies are very sure, and holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Our God is thrice holy, and His throne is built in holiness. His house is in holiness. The whole host of heaven is holy. They're called the holy angels. And if we want to worship Him acceptably today, we need to be holy. We need to break off our sins by righteousness, that there might be a lengthening of our own personal, family, and church tranquility by our own holiness so that we are fit in His sight and can worship Him acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Our God reigns. It is our simple theme for the whole day. 
We are here today because God's called us to be here. The Word of God in the New Testament tells us we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Our theme for today is the sovereignty of God over all events in heaven or on earth, especially political events, especially political rulers, especially national efforts, especially violence toward His people. We're the safest people that could ever be on earth because of the God that is on our side. May the Lord bless us today in pursuing this theme to the comfort of our souls and to the rejection of fear, anxiety, and worry. Let us pray. Lord God, our Father in heaven, Thou art the Lord Jehovah. We worship no other. We are not confused about the identity and the name of our God. Allah is no cousin to our God, for there is no God named Allah except the imagination of the camel jockeys in the Middle East and their worship of the crescent moon. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that out of all the peoples of the earth, Thou hast called us and chosen us to reveal Thyself to us, that we might know Thee, the true and living God. Our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever He hath pleased. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that Thou art our Father. We thank Thee that Thou hast adopted us. We thank Thee for sending Thy only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for us. We thank Thee that we have an eternal inheritance preserved in heaven for us and guaranteed by the perfect surety of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that Thy testimonies, both in the way of precepts and promises, are very sure. We can rest upon them. We may bet our lives in this world and in the next, after death even, the dark curtain of death, we can bet our eternity upon your sure testimonies. And Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves this morning and pray that you would forgive us our sins, that you would cleanse us from all iniquity, that you would see and hear our confession that we hate the sinfulness that is still in our fleshly members that you would have mercy upon us and stir us up and cover us and sanctify us by that Holy Spirit of God. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray for all your servants and saints. Be with them in their respective places. We pray for our government that by the watchers and the holy ones involved there, that they will so move our officials and our rulers that they will legislate in our behalf, and that they will enforce in our behalf, and that they will adjudicate in our favor. Heavenly Father, that we may continue to lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. We pray for our rulers. We supplicate Thee. We intercede on their behalf. We thank Thee that we live in such a nation. We thank Thee for our rulers. We thank Thee for the benefits of our government for us in our daily lives and in our worship life of this morning. We thank Thee, and we bless Thee for the privileges, the protection, the prosperity, and the peace that we have under their care. O Lord, there is so much ignorance in our nation. We pray for You to override it in wisdom. Let, Let the angel of the Lord rise up on our behalf and preserve us in the midst of the judgment that should come forth on such a sinful nation. But we pray... 
and beg Thee, O Lord, that for the sake of the righteous within the shores of this nation, You will continue to preserve it like You told Your friend Abraham You would preserve Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities of the plain if he could find but ten righteous souls. O Lord, our trust is in Thee this day. Guide our minds. Guide and set our affection on things above. Let us expunge and eschew all fear and anxiety and worry out of our lives and out of our thinking that we might dance upon our high places, that we might rejoice, that we might feast at the table that you've set before us in the midst of Babylon. We trust you to take care of us. We trust you in our mother's wombs. We trust you during our lives and we trust you on the other side of death. Oh, Heavenly Father, we rejoice in the salvation that you've shown us. You have led us. You have taught us. You have extracted us from involving ourselves in foolishness in times past. Continue to purge us. Continue to lead us in pure and perfect paths of righteousness, truth, and wisdom for your great namesake and for the profit of our souls and those of our children and our children's children. Be with us now. We commit this assembly and all that we say and do this day unto Thee through the Lord Jesus Christ, that high King of heaven, the Captain of the Lord's hosts, who has been set far above all principalities and powers, far above all might and thrones, far above all dominion for the church. We thank Thee that we have such a captain, such a general, such a king, such a Lord, living forever and serving at thy right hand for our benefit. And it's in his glorious name that we submit our souls, our lives, this assembly for time and eternity through Jesus Christ. Amen.